0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a country Christmas. Please put your hands together for your host, Kenny Roger. fold up,
1: walk away, and run. Well, good morning, good morning, good morning and a merry Christmas to you. You know there's some things you'll never unsee. Just remember that. When the done, I've had a lot of hits, a lot of hits in my life. You know, I had like The Gambler. I had Coward uh, of the County. No y'all remember when the that one? Coward of the County. But you know when what the most fun run, I had was? You duets. And I love duets with you know who. At the tables, Thank you very much. Dolly Parton. Trust me, she believes in me. That, that was a song reference to y'all that didn't really get it, but I got to only think, unfortunately, here's the problem, and y'all know, because y'all seen her on TV a lot lately, Dolly couldn't be here today, so here's what we're going to do. I've got something special for every one of you, something special today. We're going to go live to Nashville, and we're going to see Dolly. Dolly, are you there? Talk to me.
2: Well, hi, Kenny. I am sorry I have been so busy lately, you know, with the Dallas Cowboys game. I know y'all saw that one. <laughs> and the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I just couldn't be there today with you, but I just wanted to share one of my favorite memories of me and you.
3: Island's in the stream, that is what we are. No one in between, how can we be wrong? Sail away with me, to another world, and we rely on each
2: uh-huh. other. Oh, I love that memory so much. But some of my all-time favorites are all the Christmas specials that we spent together. Till I can see you again, I pulled one of our favorite Christmas memories to share today. See you soon, Kenny. You
3: made this a Christmas to remember.
1: How about that, yeah. Hey, this will be a Christmas to remember because it's a country Christmas and I love that girl. Yeah, but you gotta love Dolly, you gotta love Dolly and you gotta love Christmas music, right? How many of y'all like Christmas music? Thank you, thank you. How about it guys, band, you got something in you? Let's do it. Give us a song, take it away. for me. Mm. everybody. Willie Nelson. How about that? My friend Willie came in. We had to sober him up for today, but Willie's here with us, and we're glad to have him. That band is awesome, aren't they? They are awesome. Reminds me of my performing days when I would sing all those great Christmas songs. I'll be home with bells on. That's a good one. I'll be home with bells on. Y'all got that? That's pretty good right there. I think we can have a little bit more Christmas fun. How about a little steel guitar for me? And y'all take it away. That's right, now. It's right. Laney Wilson, everybody, Lainey Wilson. We got a lot of talent here. We just got a lot of talent here at the Simple Church and we're just glad to do it. All these guys on this stage, they are top notch, but you know what I found out? That's what country music's all about. Country music is all about talent. And to my surprise, this week we also discovered that we have some hidden talent. Hidden talent that's not been on this stage ever before but you're going to see it right now. Here's the proof. Hey, everybody. Welcome to karaoke night. Thank y'all for all your enthusiasm. I'm
0: going to go ahead and pass this sign-up sheet. If you want to sing, go ahead and sign
1: up. We'll get you up here. I'll go. i my heart, my breaking heart, I just
0: don't think. He looks ready to me. Hey, thank you, good buddy, but I think I'm going to make this a duet. Yes, yes. I like duets.
3: Yeah. I like duets. This it's going to be fun.
2: Let's go, girls.
3: You know what, Blake? I say we make this a trio. Ooh.
2: I'm going out tonight, I'm feeling all right. What? I hear the train a-comin', it's rollin' around the bend, and
3: I ain't seen the sunshine.
2: Woo, What's yeah, let's do it. There
3: he is. <laughs> that time... Hit it.
0: Come on, y'all, give it up, country Christmas. Let me just go ahead and tell you now, this is going to be a rough series for me, all right? Because I don't know, how many country music fans we have in here? Come on, y'all, where are you at? All right, well, we already know this, but I'm going to make sure you understand. This staff is crazy. Y'all, how many know that, all right? Yeah, so what's really crazy about that video, no one had a drop of alcohol making that video, all right? That they're doing that sober, all right? This is country music, but I'm like, they had a ton of fun. They're crazy, the audience and all of you from the Simple Church that were in it, thank you for helping us have a little fun. And every week there'll be a little video we're going to have some fun with. So uh, I'm just super, super grateful for the staff. Uh, I'm thankful for everything that's going on because right now, this morning, there was a team of people that got here. You're talking about crazy They got here at five this morning to set all this up because cheerleaders were in this building last night. Can you give them some love? Because they're working through it in the midst of everything. And while you're putting your hands together, there's a lot of volunteers, the staff, make it happen to set up all those decorations, the pictures out there, the kids there. Come on, give them a little love as well. Come on, let them know. And if you have not seen it, when you walk in, there's a couple of picture areas, but upstairs, Blake Tricky Lavaster has gone next level. Look at this picture opportunity upstairs. This is a Christmas tree farm with a truck and all this stuff. It's just a great place to take your pictures if you want to go up there and have some fun. There's some stuff outside. Of course, you see the cowboy hat uh, Christmas tree that Amber and them did behind the cafe. There's so many different great places. Keep that picture up if you don't mind, just so I can show it. This guy right here, you don't see him. He's always behind the scenes. But Blake, if you don't know who he is, ask somebody because when you see him, you need to give him some special love and a thank you for all that he's done. So give him a little love right there, man, because it really is awesome. Sam will be here coming through the weeks and stuff because it is a country Christmas. It kicks off today. And there's more to come. Next week they're going to put some stuff in this room and on the stage. The LED boards will be here and all that stuff's going on. But uh, I want you to know that it is going to be a lot of fun. Spread the word. Take your pictures. And invite some people and let's cut up and have a little fun through this country Christmas. But in case you have not heard, I'll make sure that everybody is aware. My dad did... Go be with Jesus this past week. He is finally with the Lord. I think you can give him a praise clap for that because that's what we prayed for. And we're thankful that he is with Jesus. And um, we got to go down and celebrate his life this past week. Thank you for everybody in every life group, the phone calls, the texts, everyone in the church. uh, People even helped us financially because we had to go down and pay for a bunch of people to eat and have all those different things. Just everybody who gave us prayer support financial support thank you thank you thank you because uh, we knew uh, he was loved but you showed us that that we were loved as well and we could never ever repay you for your uh, sacrifices and your love and your support we're super grateful for that and then for you that don't know much about my dad my dad would actually be very excited about this because he loved country music all right to be honest me and my brother not so much all right So when we were growing up, my dad always had country music on the radio, and he would be listening to people like Mel Tillis. Anybody remember Mel Tillis? I'm just a Coca-Cola cowboy. That's all we could take, all right? We were like, that's enough, all right? So my brother, he went into rock and roll, and I followed him. So we liked Foreigner, we liked Journey, we liked all the good stuff, but my dad never did. He always stayed in the country music vein so when you think about the simple church and we always like to have fun at christmas that is what we love to do and so from the very beginning we've had themed christmases some people like them some people go i don't think you should theme christmas we personally like it and here are some of the pictures that we've gone with these are ones that we did approve of and we were like this is gonna be fun we had a beatles christmas anybody here for that when you remember that one 2008 four of you welcome back all right 2009 a journey christmas y'all remember that we actually did all journey music we did all beatles music okay then we did a funky christmas with sinbad and all r&b and 70s vibe that was one of my favorites as well but then we had also a u2 christmas so you've had these are the ones that we approved of we were like man beatles and journey and some funky music and you know you 2 we're in it but It is also true that in the midst of us trying to figure out these themes, when you've been doing it for 16, 17 years, because I think it's like our 16th Christmas they were figuring out, it's not always easy. Sometimes it's movies, sometimes it's music. We have all these different things that we weave into the storyline. Well, country is like, ooh, I don't know if we can really do this or not, but we were all joking This will be kind of fun. Let's try a country Christmas because there's a lot of good music. And you know this, country music have great songs. I can appreciate some of the songs. So I decided to go and find one of my favorites that sets up today's message. But this is going back to the 60s. Any old people? Where are my old people at? You already saw Kenny Rogers. Can, Can you give it up for Kenny one more time now? Tell me we don't have connections. Dolly Parton, Kenny Rogers, we had Willie on stage. This is great. We're just getting started. But... This is a classic. We're going to go back into the 60s with this song that will set up the message today. Roll it. Roll it. Come on, y'all, a little Patsy Klein right there, right? Well, you go, well, why is that the theme for today? Well, because you know this as well as I do. We talked a little bit at la- about it last week. But the Christmas season can be crazy, right? Of course it can be. You have crazy family. Can I get an amen out there for that? Amen. Yeah, they're coming, all right? <laughs> giving you a warning. You just got out of Thanksgiving. You think you're done with them? Don't worry, they're coming back. Some crazy family, we know, we got some too, all right. And then crazy busy, because man, it seems like it's Christmas parties, it's, you know, cantatas you go to, your kids are in this program, you got different things that you got to do. All this is happening in this season. So you get crazy busy shopping, you got to catch that up, cleaning the house, all the things that we talked a little bit about last week, getting ready for Thanksgiving or coming out of Thanksgiving. It doesn't end, because here's Christmas. But then... We all realize that at this time of year, probably more than anything else, we're crazy broke as well because the economy has been tough. And so you still got these gifts, and now we're drawing names, trying to save money. You're trying to figure out what you can do because money's tight. So what we're going to do today is we're going to challenge you a little bit. We're going to walk through a different path to get your mind right. And the question that I want you to ponder with me is how do you deal with the crazy? Now that is a great question, and everybody deals with it differently. If you're in country music, as we talked about last week, you pop a top, all right? We're gonna try to keep you out of popping a top and taking too much alcohol, all right, into your life because it's not healthy, it really doesn't work. So you gotta go back and go, what am I going to do then? Some people try to run away, they just don't like Christmas, they try to avoid it, they don't set up decorations, they don't invite their friends over, they don't have family, they just, I'm like, that's not a good idea. It's good to have people around you. So How can we, in our modern world, deal with the crazy that we experience during the holidays? It's not the first time that crazy has been involved in the holidays. Now, you probably know this, but just a little refresher. If you go all the way back to the birth of Jesus, this was one of the craziest times in all of history. When I tell you there was some crazy stuff going on, I'm about to read it for you, about to show you, just so you can understand that our crazy is different. There's a different you know, level of craziness in the modern culture. But when you look back at this, you're like, man, this really might be next level crazy. Let's go all the way back to Matthew. And this is when Herod was the king. You probably remember this, but he did not like the idea of another king being born onto this planet. Because he didn't understand, he just heard from the wise men that there's this guy going to be born and he's going to be the new king. And he's like, not if I can help it. When he saw that he had been tricked by the wise men, because he's going, hey, I don't know what's going on here. He became furious and he sent out and this letter, this decree into the community and he killed all the male children in Bethlehem and, and all of that region. Now just reflect on that. You're talking about narcissistic. You're talking about power hungry. He's like, there ain't nobody going to take my position. There were two-year-olds and older. He took them out according to the time that he had ascertained from the wise men. Why was he doing this? He didn't want anyone to threaten his power or his position. And he was going to do the most crazy thing possible. Think about that. He wiped out every male child two years A of old, excuse me, and under to try to protect his position. That is real crazy. We're talking about the busyness and the shopping and this time in history was really nuts. And crazy has been around for a long, long time. This is thousands and thousands of years ago. So here was my thought as I'm preparing in the midst of the crazy week that we've had. We didn't know my dad was going to go to be with Jesus. So we're driving down and that travel is crazy. And getting all these things going on, setting up and tearing down in here. This is crazy. I had to ask myself, if the holidays are crazy, what would be the opposite of crazy? Now, I know somebody goes, sane. Well, unfortunately, there's no one sane on this staff, all right? So we couldn't do that. We had to go for this word that I think you'll be familiar with. End every service with it. Hey, everybody get out of here. Have a great week. Until next week, peace. And I've talked about over the years why I love saying that and what it means to me. And it really was this simple idea that when you leave, that you would find the peace. In the craziness of the world, in the craziness of our culture, in the craziness of life, that by being here, experiencing the Lord's presence, by learning a little bit of something, looking at his word, that you could walk out of here and go, man, I feel a little better knowing that he is with me knowing that God is on our side, knowing that he has a plan, knowing that he's not going to leave us, he is with us. Well, that was the hope even thousands of years ago, that in the craziness of Herod and all of his leadership and the culture and the world that was going on and the out-of-control nature of the world, that there would be hope. That there would be someone, something would happen that would bring peace at another level. And many of us are going, well, when will this happen? When will it happen in our life? When will it happen in this world? Well, you can look at Isaiah and the prophet even throughout this. This will happen when this special special child is born. You'll finally be able to receive, experience peace. God will give us a son who will be responsible for leading the people. And his name will be Wonderful Counselor. So what I want you to just reflect on, don't buzz through this, don't just read and go on. You have someone in Jesus that is the best possible counselor. We love counseling. Simple Church pays for a lot of counseling, trying to help people work through the craziness of their life, whether it's crazy relationships or crazy stress, crazy family members. We pay for counselors. We love it. We invest a lot of money and resources in it because we believe it's a part of being healthy. And then to know and to reflect on and to remind yourself, we have the most wonderful counselor in Jesus himself. So when you miss your appointment or you're not as frequent as you need to be, you still have the most important counselor on your side. It's Jesus himself. When this special child was born, he is and will be available to you all the time to help you experience peace. goes on to say he is a powerful God. When you go, man, you don't understand this health situation I'm in or this financial situation. No, we have a powerful God. Or even like our family, when our loved one goes to be with him right here at the holidays, it's tough. All of us struggle kind of walking through that. What are the, how are we going to make it through the holidays? How are we going get, to get through this season? Well, we have a powerful God who reminds us, my power even Is the resurrection. You don't have to wait till Easter to be reminded of that. He has the powerful, powerful God, the power inside of Himself to be able to raise even the dead and to give us comfort and counsel us through that and love us through that and remind us of whatever you're going through financial, health He is strong enough, powerful enough to help you get through it. And then He is the Father who lives forever. This is another reminder that it's not just for that generation. Remember, Isaiah, you're talking about a long time ago this was written, before even the New Testament. You're talking thousands of years ago. He was going, this is not just for our generation. It is for all generations. He will live on forever. He will be here to help us until he calls us home. And then it ends with what we are talking about today. He is the Prince of Peace. So when you need it, when you're longing for it, check yourself. Last week we talked about praying. The fact that in the middle of all the things going on, that if you can discipline yourself to spend time with him, then you can begin to experience his presence when you yield yourself I had a bunch of people text me after because we went through a little acronym of pray and it was like praising him for who he is you know what I'm saying your request acknowledging what he's done and then yielding just letting him speak to you everybody was like I wish the why said yell you know so I could yell like instead of just yielding like come on God where are you why because it's hard for us in our culture he's he, he at times feels distant He feels like, man, he's not here. And how am I going to get this experience of peace when I feel like he's so far away? Well, this is why Emmanuel is so important. You know at Christmas we sing it, Emmanuel, Emmanuel, which means what? God is with us. He's not distant. He has come to this planet. He has come to this world, born as a child, giving us this hope that we need reminding us that he is powerful, that he is the counselor, that he is the father. He has all power. He will live forever and that he offers peace that no one else offers. Now, if I'm speaking transparently, that's not always easy to get. This week, in the midst of everything going on, we were hearing about how we were going to have to set up at five in the morning and how we were going to make all this happen we came up and set up everything in the lobby trying to get pictures ready and get everything going on then we figured out we got to travel down to do the memorial service we didn't know how we were going to do that there was a little chaos involved on that with the misunderstanding over the life insurance and how we were paying for the funeral and then how's everybody getting there kids are coming in my brother's you know daughter Lauren and They were coming in from Dallas, and everybody's trying to get all this together. And I'm sitting here going, man, I don't know if this is even possible because it seems so chaotic. And you have your situations are the same. You're trying to figure out, do I do this? How can I do this? What is this going to look like? How are we going to make it through this season? And whatever the circumstances are. But when I read this, and I'm trying to navigate this, I have to remind myself, and this is why I'm thankful that you're watching today, I'm thankful you're in the room today as we kick off this season, is remember Jesus really does offer peace to everyone. It's not to just a select few. This offer of peace when you walk out is his promise to all of us. So that worry that you feel, that anxiety that you feel, that stress that you feel, whatever the circumstances are or whatever the situation is. I talked about before Daryl Posey. I I didn't mention him last week. In the midst of Thanksgiving, he falls out and creates a bunch of anxiety in the Posey family because, you know, when there's uncertainty on someone's health, that causes stress and anxiety and worry. And the furthest thing from you is peace. But I saw Sandra while we were setting up and working this past week and She was working on last week's message of praying and talking to God and experiencing the love of other people and most importantly, experiencing the presence of God in the midst of the chaos. Because then that peace comes into your life and into these circumstances that is not just available to a preacher, but to someone who's serving in the children's ministry this morning while her husband's going through all he's going through. How could you do that? Because of his peace. How could you rally and get all the family and go down and do this funeral in the midst of everything going on? Because you're going, Lord, I need your peace today. I need your presence today. I need help today. And if we're honest, we think we can solve it all ourselves. And when we take on all of this ourselves, man, it's like the pressure and the worry and the anxiety continues to increase. And it's very difficult on not just you, but the people that are around you. And when you start trying to figure out how you're going to get through this season, look at what Luke tells us. This is a great reminder, too. This is how you will know him. Who? The Prince of Peace. You will find a baby wrapped in pieces of cloth, lying in a feeding box. Think about it. And then... A huge army of angels from heaven joined this first angel, and they were all praising God, saying, Praise God in heaven and on earth. And you ready for this? Let there be peace to the people who please Him. Now, I don't know about you, but this was my struggle this week, and this can be our struggle through this holiday season. Let there be peace to the people who please Him. Pleasing Him is not always easy, it can be a challenge. And if you're thinking that, well, no, I'll do pretty well at pleasing. him, I'm reminded of like a phrase that Jesus would say, like, love your enemies. That's difficult. It's challenging. It's not always easy. But if I'm going to please him, that's what he's asking of us. You could go through a lot of different scenarios when you go, well, what would it mean to please him? Putting others before yourself. Being selfless. Sacrificing. So many of his concepts, of his thoughts, of his challenges come in. I'm like, man, those are not easy. Even in the Roman Empire, you want to go next level, in the middle of the Roman Empire and all the horrible stuff they were doing to his people, Jesus told them to, if they ask you to carry the bag one mile, that's where we get the phrase from, carry it two miles. Go the extra mile with them because a Roman soldier could walk up to you in the middle of this crazy, chaotic time. And demand his way. Take off his backpack, which was heavy, and put it on anyone and say, you carry this for me. And then Jesus says, that if, if that wasn't enough, law requires one mile, take it the extra mile. So when you think about family members that are difficult, when you think about bosses, companies that are difficult, I'm only going to do what I've got to do. This is all, I mean, I ain't going any, I'm not doing anything extra. This is where it's like, wait a second. Let there be peace to those who please him. God, I'm not capable on my own. Jesus, I'm not capable of pleasing you on my own. So I am telling you, I need you. I am thankful that you came to this earth. Even with Herod trying to wipe you out in the craziness of that moment, your plan prevailed. And in the craziness of this moment, your plan will prevail. Whether that's financial crazy, relationship crazy, health crazy, your plan will prevail. And I can trust you in that. And I'm going to do everything I can to please you in the midst of that. I mentioned Chris Romero last week and praise God, his surgery went well. Brooke also works in the preschool. So let's give the Lord a little praise clap on that. Came through in a huge way. They thought he was really, really on the edge of even surviving with how toxic it had gotten in all the circumstances he was going through. But yet, there... In the midst of the chaos and the craziness, the peace that passes all understanding comes and is with the Romero family. And I asked you, remember, download the app, turn in your prayer request. Why? So that we can all agree together that in the challenge of pleasing him, we would unite and lock arms together to say, hey, you're not alone in this journey. We have each other. In Motion Portal, we have the Prince of peace. And although it may be a challenge to please him at times, check out this verse. So let's try as hard as we can to do what will bring peace. What really convicts me about this verse is we know that Christmas is about God sending his son to this earth. You just read it. Herod was trying to take him out but yet he still prevailed. Isaiah told of the fact that when this son comes, when this child comes, it will change everything. He is powerful. He is the counselor. He is the Prince of Peace. He will live forever. All these great things. But here we are, 2023, thousands of years later. And what I love about this verse is we have the Prince of Peace. We have his power We have Jesus on this planet. We know that he was born. We know that he lived. We know that he went to the cross and died and that he overcame the grave. But yet we still struggle with finding that peace and trust in him with whatever our daily problems may be. A financial situation, a job situation, a health situation. And that's when I found this verse this past week. For me, this was comforting but yet challenging try as hard as we can to do what will bring peace sometimes that's in relationships it's not easy we had some tension in our family with death and all the things going on and I could sense it my brother could sense it Kreslin could sense it because there's stress involved in all that but what I'm thankful for is everybody was trying as hard as we could to bring peace to the circumstance and it did it it happened and we were able to honor my dad and everyone have a a powerful experience and when I think about trying as hard as you can to bring peace I got to talk about a couple of couples that we asked no one to come down to my dad's service we were like it's too far it poured down rain it was only going to be a 20 to 25 minute outdoor service at a grave at the veterans uh, cemetery and I spoke for a little bit, my brother spoke, Cresson spoke, and then the Masons spoke for about 30 minutes, by the way. <laughs> if you've ever been to a Mason service, we had, I had been, but I don't think I've ever seen it that quite long, you know. So we were all just really kind of taken in the moment, powerful stuff going on. But when I got up to speak, I was so overcome with emotion, I couldn't even really see the crowd. I was just talking about my dad. Well, Scott, we get in the car to leave and Scott goes, man, can you believe the Vatacudas are here? Now, if you don't know, I talk about them a lot. They watch online. They live in St. Louis, but they were in Indiana. They're online watchers. But when they had heard about my dad passing, they didn't even ask anybody. They just said, we're going down there to support John and Justin. And so I said, I called them. I was like, I'm sorry, I didn't even see you. And they're like, it didn't matter if you saw us or not. We just want to come. I said, well, come eat with us. And they came in and we eat, you know, we're able to eat together after the service. And Bill and Ann McConathy, same way. We've told them not to, but here they are. I said, y'all come and eat with us as well. And we're sitting at this table, and this is what hit me. Try as hard as we can to do what will bring peace. That wasn't easy, traveling from Indiana to come down to my dad's service, which is eight hours from where we are here. So they drove 15, 16 hours to make it happen. But they were like, we're going to try as hard as we can (laughs) to be an element of peace even in this circumstance this situation and as crazy as it sounds it was encouraging to see a couple of people and we didn't really want them to Brian and Ray came down as well we knew they were coming because you know that's Kenny Rogers by the way Kenny made it right Kenny was there and while we were thankful for all those friends I kept thinking about how hard it is to bring peace at times That you got to go the extra mile. You have to load up. You have to make the phone call. You have to work hard at it. You can't just, it doesn't just come natural. Sometimes it's even more difficult than you would like it to be. But yet when you do, that peace brings comfort to other people and possibly even peace in your own life. And so I thought of this as I'm driving back, as I'm reflecting on even this craziness of the holidays, the craziness of what we went through this past week is with the help of Jesus and the help of your friends, you really can find peace. Peace is possible. And I wanted to read one more verse because this verse was the one that I held on to as I'm trying to navigate the craziness of this stage of life we're in. This is it. Because you belong to Christ Jesus... And man, this is hopefully encouraging to you. This is why our relationship with Jesus is so important. Not just church attendance, not just going through the motions, but Lord, I need you in my life. Whatever chaos, whatever chaotic moment you're in, Lord, I need you. God will bless you with peace. That no one can completely understand. It doesn't make sense if you're in the middle of chaos or a bad situation. Why are you so peaceful? Why are you okay making it through this? And this peace will control the way you think and feel. Do you long for it? Do you go, man, this is what I'm looking for because, man, my thoughts are crazy and I don't feel so good and I want that peace in my life? And you go, I don't know what's going on, but as I'm approaching this holiday and maybe this season in life, man, I need this today. Oh, I'm going to pray for you. And I'm going to try to help you the way that I try to help myself with a prayer like this. Would you bow your heads? You know, Father, I think about all that's going on in this room. I think about their chaos, their craziness, the relationship stuff, the financial stuff, some the health things. And I know this past week for us it was difficult. You know, preacher always gets up, everything's good. It's all good, and praise the Lord. But the truth was, no, it wasn't. It was challenging getting through all that we were going through. But in the midst of that chaos, I did feel your presence. And I'm thankful, Lord, that you provide that peace. And I ask, Lord, that you would reveal yourself and give that peace to the people in this room and those watching online that desperately need that today. We can't solve all the problems. We can't fix everything ourselves. Sometimes we're overwhelmed as we heard this past week. I'm hanging on a thread. I can barely make it this week. That's not your plan for us. You want us to be able to experience your peace and enjoy our family, our friends. To be a light in the midst of the darkness. To be able to be encouragement to people that need it. And that starts with us getting right. No matter what's going on. Setting up and tearing down and running through. We can miss all. A relationship with you in the midst of doing church in the midst of doing life we just don't connect with you and we don't have that peace so lord i'm thankful that you are the prince of peace that you're the counselor we can come to you have the power to help us and even when something as crazy as like herod tries to take everything out it should remind us today that nothing is going to take you out and if you're with us nothing will take us out we can overcome and get through and experience your presence and your peace no matter what the circumstances look like so help them today and as we get ready to go into this next part of the service we don't do this very often I pray Lord that they would experience your peace in Jesus name amen before I play the video and before we come out and do what we're going to do here's what I'm going to ask you to do and this is rare again very rare. I want you to just sit in the silence and I wanted you to just, if you can, Joe, just dim these lights for me. And I'm going to give you just a minute or two to just unwind and let some stuff go. Just as you sit in this moment, the weight that you brought in this room, the heaviness that you have, the difficulties, the relationship troubles that you're having, the financial troubles, Just take a deep breath and let that deep breath out. Don't worry about who's sitting next to you. Don't worry about where you're going next. Just deep breath. And let it out. Father, as we get in this quiet moment, Help us to experience your peace. Speak to us through video. Speak to us through song. But most importantly, Jesus, speak to us through your presence. In Jesus' name, amen.
2: my mind is like a battlefield and I am overcome by fear and hope seems like a ship that's lost at sea my enemies on every side and I'm tempted to run and hide your gentle (laughs) i <laughs> God. You always, you always keep me safe.
0: Amen. You know what's weird is like we were, found the song, we were talking about like what might could help you, you know, as we get ready to go into the craziness of season, it's just a, and I'd written in my notes and I didn't include it, but I thought about it, we were over there is, when somebody says shh, we usually take that as a negative. Where I'm challenging you today is sometimes being forced to be quiet for a minute is far from a negative. It is the place that you can find that peace. And I'm going to give you just a little bit more of that before you walk out of here. Would you pray with me one more time before we leave? Lord, I thank you for the beauty of that song and the reminder that we are safe in your arms. Simple Church, we love to have fun. It's always, you know, cutting up and I think you're good with that as well. But occasionally, there are those times in life where you need to slow down, press pause, and reflect on the peace that you offer us. And I believe that today, someone needed this beyond me, I should say. I know I need it, but I pray that it would encourage somebody today to feel your presence, to be quiet in that moment and to know that you are here, Emmanuel, the Prince of Peace. We thank you, Jesus. If there's somebody that doesn't know you, I don't want them to surrender to church or a religion, but I pray that they would find that relationship. And in that relationship, that they would understand just how compassionate and understanding you are. That you forgive us of our sins that you give us a fresh start that you comfort us in our troubles you walk with us in the chaos and you calm the chaos and i thank you for that jesus help someone today to say that lord i'm sorry for my sins i admit it that i messed up i believe you are who you say you are and i want you to come into my life i need that peace and i know lord you'll meet them right where they are whether that's watching online somewhere are in this room we thank you again for every person who makes it possible from the behind the scenes to on the stage to taking care of kids to the audience out here today and online thank you father for bringing us together today in Jesus name amen